everyone. Thanks for checking out the Citizens Podcast. We are the high school student ministry at Maranatha Bible Church, and we meet on Sundays at 11 a.m. in the student wing. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you posted it on your Instagram story and tag at NBC Citizens. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy. Way to resolve the chord progression. Appreciate that. I'm going to drag this over here. Yeah. Lift, bro. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Jeff, can you stand up for a second? Jeff and I match today, and I just feel like we should all appreciate Jeff and I matching today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. The lim- yeah, 100%. And, and, and Nathan and I, our shoes match today. Nice. And then uh, I saw someone in the back wearing Yeezys. Let's appreciate Yeezys. Yeah. Love Yeezys. All right, so um, you can flip to the next slide. Oh, oh, actually, don't yet. I hope you guys like this design. I found it online, and then I put in my own text. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about the essentials. We're going to be in the book of Colossians, chapter 3, presented by me, Jonathan Lewis. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Ne- <laughs> next slide. Um, so a quick introduction. I'm here because Eric and Brian aren't. They are in the Dominican Republic, having just a grand old time without us. Uh, So here's me. So we're going to do this thing. Next slide. Thanks. So we'll be talking about the essentials of Christian faith. Um, And so Colossians 3, if you have a Bible, you can flip there. We'll be in there in a little bit. Uh, It's a fantastic chapter about what it means, what it looks like, rather, to be a Christian. Uh, the, the kind of qualities that we're supposed to have and the qualities we're not supposed to have. So we'll talk about that. Primarily, my goal is going to be to remind you that being a Christian is about a relationship. Uh, it's a relationship with the Lord and that you can take it seriously at any age. There's how, what's the youngest a middle schooler, like what, what's that age? So like 13, 11? And then the oldest a high school would be could be like what, like 18? Yes, thank you for <laughs> participating. Um, so there's a pretty wide age range in this room. And so my goal is to convince you that regardless of how old you are, you can take your walk with Jesus seriously. Uh, you're, you don't have to come to church just because your parents come to church Uh, You don't have to pray just because someone told you to pray. You don't have to read your Bible just because somebody told you to. Uh, Your relationship with the Lord is personal. Um, So before we we do that, a story. You guys are going to see a picture of me. There, I'm in the middle. Look how, (laughs) look at me. (laughs) I I used to roll up my sleeves. Um, Look how scrawny, I look like John Collins. In this, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, so um, this is a story I've actually, I sh- I've shared it in the middle school before. When it t- do you guys remember Celeste? So, some of you remember Celeste. So we're, I'm going to tell the story when I, when I was I, maybe 13, somewhere between 13 and 15. I don't remember exactly, but it was approximately this, this age. I was a little cornball. Um, I, there was this girl, 
and I was young and naive. Yes, you, you remember the girl. Yeah, I shared this in the, in the middle school a couple months ago. I appreciate you guys for remembering. That's nice of you. Um, so I, I'll go through the story again. I don't think I've shared it with the high schoolers, and it serves a purpose later on. So when I was between 13 and 15, I liked this girl. Her name is Celeste. And uh, boy, I thought things were awesome. This was the first girl ever that liked me back, right? So when I told her, when I confessed, you know, my feelings, my true love for this, for this girl when I was 13 years old, I was like ludicrous. When I was 13, I had my first love. Are you familiar with the lyric? J Bieber, baby, no? Come on, guys. Come on. All right, anyways. So when I was 13, I had my first love, um, and her name was Celeste, and I told her, and she liked me back, which was great news for me. I was like super into this girl. I talked to her. We used to Skype. Are you guys familiar with Skype? <laughs> we used to like chat on Skype and we would video chat because she lived like a half hour away from me. We didn't see each other all that much. Um, and so Celeste and I, we talked all the time. I thought things were awesome. I always wanted to spend time with her and go over her house, and I just enjoyed being around her. And um, we were we met uh, at this. Okay, so I was homeschooled. And yeah, any other homeschoolers in here? Nice. Look at us. So embarrassed. Um, I was I was homeschooled, and so her and I met at this like music co-op thing. She sang. I played guitar. It was so romantic. Um, and uh, we met, and we had a mutual friend named Andrew. And, <laughs> and Andrew was, like, my best friend at the time, right? So as far as, like, dudes go, Andrew was the top of the list. As far as girls go, Celeste was the top of the list. I was 13, and I was, I was in the prime of my life, right? Uh, maybe I was 14, I don't know. So it, I, one day... Uh, a little bit of backstory here. Um, so I lived in New Jersey at the time, and there was this massive hurricane, and so it, like, flooded my house, and so my family and I lived in a bunch of different houses for, like, six months while my house got, like, rebuilt, basically. Um, and so I was staying with my grandparents at the time, and, and I was on a home phone. Are you guys familiar with the concept of a home phone? Okay, great. <laughs> Yeah, it's like one line that the whole house had. Anyways, I would hog that home phone talking to Celeste for like an hour every night. Um, and it really irritated my grandparents. And so one day, uh, Celeste called me and she was like, John, I just, I got to know, are you jealous of me and Andrew? I was like, no. I mean, we're all like really good friends. That's cool. Um, she was like, yeah, but you seem jealous. And I was like, I mean, am I supposed to be jealous? Is there something I should be jealous of? And she, I didn't know Andrew was on the line, too. We were conference called. They, like, conference called me in, right? And um, so, yeah, so Celeste calls me, and she's, Andrew's listening, and they're, like, just convinced that I'm jealous of them. And I, I didn't know, I was young and naive, so I was just like, no, like, we're cool. We're all friends. Um, you like me, I like you. Andrew and I are best friends, so we're all good. And then I found out from another friend that Andrew had been bragging that him and Celeste had, like, gotten together, right? I know intrigue and drama. And so what, essentially what Celeste wanted to know was, was I on to them? 
was I like suspicious of them? And the answer was no, and it blindsided me, and I cried for like three <laughs> three days. <laughs> I remember um, this <laughs> this is this is embarrassing, but whatever, we'll just do it. Um, you guys can look at me differently. I'm 25 now, and I'm married to to Kelly. She's awesome. We have a dog, kid on the way, so I've recovered just fine, I think. Um, we uh, I cried for three days. One day, my mom comes up to me. And she's like, John, I just I was like miserable. <laughs> I was like miserable, right? My mom comes up to me and she's like, John, I really appreciate how like quiet you've been the last <laughs> the last couple of days. Like usually you're you're so talkative, but the last couple of days you've just been really peaceful and quiet. I really appreciate that. And I was like crying at the time, but my mom couldn't see that. I was hiding it. Um, so, anyways, wh- why do I share that story? First of all, because it's a great story, right? Can we all agree that that is? Just, you don't have to clap. I'm not looking for a. Cl- all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Yes, on the podcast that did you this? Uh, how many high schoolers are in here? By show of hands, do you guys know that Citizens posts podcasts? Yes, do y'all listen to it. Nice. When this plays back on the podcast, wow! Clap, applaud, applause is going to be a prominent feature. Um, so why do I share this story? You can go to the next slide. I share that story because that is a relationship that went afoul. And so we're going to talk about all of these different, well, really we're going to key in on one relationship, our relationship with the Lord. But the reality is that all of us are in various relationships. They're not all romantic, right? You can't all have what Celeste and I had. Sorry. Um, but we do have relationships with friends, with parents, with siblings. Uh, some of us, you, you, you might be pursuing someone and they've put you in the friend zone. That's a type of relationship. Uh, You might be dating someone. That's another type of relationship. So we are all in so many relationships. Not all romantic, obviously. Um, And we often say that our relation—we have a relationship with the Lord. Have you all heard this term before? It's—it's people. People be like, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. Yes. Have have we heard this? Some of us have. Some of us haven't. Essentially, what they're saying. Oftentimes, a religion is thought of as like a set of rules, and a relationship is thought as like this give and take, it's free-flowing, it's very personal, right? It's not just a set of, here's what you can do, here's what you can't do. Um, and so we have a relationship with the Lord. And I think it's really, if you flip to the next slide, um, you'll, what I want to key in on is the reality that the Lord is faithful when we aren't, right? So... In our relationship with Jesus, and this is where Colossians 3 ties in, we have, um, the Lord has poured himself out for us, right? Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the grave to bring glory to the Father and to establish relationship with us. That's the gospel. That's, that's the core message of the scriptures. And so if you are a Christian, that's what you believe. Um, and because you believe that, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so there are going to be a ton of times when in your relationship with Jesus, you fail. I fail all the time. I'm selfish or I'm arrogant or uh, 
I mean, I could, we could just talk here for like 15 minutes about all the things that I failed to do. But the reality is that I am not faithful to the Lord in the way that he is faithful to me, right? He continues to be kind and compassionate and loving and gracious and, uh, and forgiving. All these things that I fail to do, not only in my relationships with people, but my relationships with Jesus or my relationship with Jesus. So you can go to the next slide, um, and we're going to talk. Here's the, the standard. If you're in Colossians 3, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just know that this is, this is where uh, this, this text comes from. Um, I'll read just a, I'll kind of cherry pick a couple verses. So that way I don't make you guys stand up. You got, if there's like a really long passage, I would ask you guys to stand, and everyone hates it for whatever reason. I don't know. Actually, let's do it. Let's stand. I'm kidding. Oh, see, everyone hates it, and I don't know why. Standing is so good for you. Did you guys know that, actually? Standing is super good for you. I was reading yesterday that sitting for more than eight hours a day can cause, like, crazy, not crazy, but it's just, like, a 20% increase in diseases and, like, issues and stuff like that. So stand, stand more. Stand more. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read in Colossians. If you're there, you can follow along. Uh, I'll start in verse, uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Verse 5 says, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these two you once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Don't lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Uh, then you can skip down to verse 12. It says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And then just one verse, uh, you can skip down to verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Um, so I think of you all as children. I don't know if you perceive yourself. I perceive myself to be a child, honestly. Like, in term, if I'm speaking with someone that's like 50 years old, I'm 25. I'm like a child in their eyes. So you guys are like 14 to 18. If you're, never mind. I want to get sidetracked. Okay, so the scriptures tell us what to put on, what to put off. And you and I don't. We just, we don't. We don't honor our parents we, we lie, we're selfish, we covet. Coveting is like when you see what someone else has and you really want it, like you think you deserve it. Um, that's why it says coveting is idolatry because it's essentially, there's a sense in which you and I can be content in Jesus Christ uh, because we have everything we need in our relationship with him. We have salvation and that's, that's all that we need. That's something that if you're like 13, I can just like see it in your eyes you don't get, but hopefully at some point you'll learn that 
at the end of the day, regardless of what you go through, regardless of who your friends are, regardless of what finances look like, regardless of uh, whether or not you get into the college you want to, a relationship with Jesus Christ is enough. You're going to spend your so much of your life chasing, um, I don't know, popularity, chasing money, chasing looks, chasing, um, I don't know, what are you guys, video games? You guys, what are you guys passionate about? The show 22? <laughs> oh, oh, MLB, the show 20. Yo, great game. Um, yeah. You guys are going to spend your life chasing things that ultimately don't matter in comparison to relationship with Jesus Christ. And I say this every time I talk to high schoolers or middle schoolers. I wish when I was in your shoes, I had taken that seriously. Because I think a lot of my life would have been not easier, but better if I had actually understood that my relationship with Jesus matters now. It's not something, your relationship with Jesus doesn't start when you get married, or start when you get a good job, or start when you're in college, or start when you're 50. Your relationship with Jesus matters right now. And these things, these, these qualities apply to you right now. It's not like the Bible says, hey, basically you can do whatever you want until you're 18, and then it starts to count. Or you can do whatever you want until you're 25, and then it starts to count. The, what the Word of God says matters right now. And so um, you can go to the next slide. We need to understand that it's only because of Jesus that we can have a relationship with the Lord. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, we're forgiven of our sins. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, we have relationship with God. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, we can have eternal life. And that matters now. Super easy to, I mean, even now at 25, like I can be distracted by a million other things. The reality is that my relationship with Jesus needs to be the most important thing in my life, regardless of what life looks like. Um, so you can flip to the next slide and then I'll be done. So how do we respond? Uh, because a lot of you, I'm, I mean, you're growing up in church you're going to deal with complacency in your faith, meaning it's just going to become same old, same old. It's not going to mean a lot. You're going to go to church on Sunday because that's what you do on Sunday. You might go to, you know, Bible study on the guy's Bible study on Tuesday because that's what you do. You and I really need to resist. We need to make our relationship with Jesus Christ personal so that things that the Bible commands us to do um, matter. So how do we do that? We read the Bible and we pray. I mean, I think it's really those, those two disciplines. If you can read your Bible regularly, if you can pray regularly, your relationship with Jesus starts to feel real. So that's, that's it. Read your Bible, pray, fight complacency. Okay? Uh, I'll pray, and then we'll be done, and then you guys can forget everything I just talked about. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that we've spent together. Uh, Lord, I just ask that you would help us to care about our relationship with you more than we care about all the other stuff. Uh, Lord, thank you for being loving and gracious and kind and compassionate towards us, even though we don't deserve it now. We've never deserved it. We will never deserve it. Father, again, I just ask that you would help our relationship with you to matter the way it's supposed to. 
regardless of our age, help us to take your word seriously. And um, Lord, I ask that our relationship with you would look different tomorrow than it does today, that it would, that it would be more intentional, more devoted. Um, and I thank you, Lord, that you're patient and gracious and kind and forgiving towards us, uh, even though we fail to do these things often. Um, we love you, Lord. ask that you would bless the rest of this day and uh, that you would bless the team that's out in the Dominican Republic right now. Be with them. Give them strength. Pray for smooth travels and uh, all the administrative stuff to go really easy. And um, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, good morning and city and also elevate.